Cake or pie? Hands down. Pie. No! No! Guys, it's all about the filling. (laughs) Thank you. So we're here with Todd from Dundry Hill. Hey, Todd. How's it going, guys? Doing good. How are you? Pretty well. A little hot. Yeah, it was a warm one today, huh? Yeah, it was good, though. It was uh, added to the ambiance, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Might as well let people know that we're fresh off of a maid event. Uh, all, all of us sitting here a little bit sweaty from a nice warm one. The hottest maid that I think there's been. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And Todd, you were selling a bunch of felt goods, right? So it was great. In the heat. I, yeah, it was great. I was a little skeptical. I didn't know if felt in the middle of summer was going to be too successful, but it was, uh, it was a big hit. Yeah, great. Good. Awesome. So where'd the name Dundry Hill come from? Well, my wife, who I love dearly, is from England, and Dundry Hill is a landmark nearby her hometown. So we thought it'd be a nice thing to name um, something that reminds us of a place we like. That's fantastic. Great. Uh, Where's the company located at? Well, we are currently based in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We founded the company in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis, uh, but recently moved to Sioux Falls a couple years ago. Very cool. What precipitated the move to Sioux Falls? Well, we were in the Twin Cities in a fairly expensive part of town. We uh, we weren't ready for space yet, for commercial space for our business. So we wanted a larger home, and the next step up was going to be quite a, an expensive home. And so my family was from Sioux Falls. We took a little look and found a home that was suitable and made the move and didn't look back. It's been, it's been great. Sweet. So I'll, I'll be honest, when I first saw you apply to MADE, I was really excited because I, I got to see some of your work, and it's really great felt uh, goods. Um, tell us a little bit about – describe your work a little bit. Well, I would say – our work revolves a lot around the, the material, the, the felt. We, we use the, the world's finest. It's 100% merino wool, milled in Germany, which is, which is the only place it's made. It's thick, dense, the dyes are beautiful. And that, that beautiful material really drives what we do. Um, so our, you know, my natural aesthetic is, is simpl- simplistic, minimalist. And that works really well with the felt we use because the felt is just inherently beautiful. So our, you know, using that beautiful material with our simplistic, modern, you know, clean, clean lines is a really nice combination. Awesome. What's the process like for producing like your coasters and your other goods that are, are cut? Are you using a stamp or what are you using? So we, we import felt direct from Germany on these huge rolls. And then we, we make our designs but either by drawing or by computer. And then we have the uh, dyes made. And then we use a really heavy Italian industrial press to cut out birds for our mobiles, felt for our coasters, whatever we'd, we'd like. But the, the felt is so dense and, and thick that you can't really use scissors or any other sort of knife. You have to use like an industrial dye. How many layers can you cut through in one shot? That's a great question. I've never actually pushed that. I, I Probably a couple, I, but it's, it is so dense that I wouldn't want to 
do so, more than two. So you cut everything two at a time or one at a time? Uh, well, we, we, we do multiples sometimes. So right. we, we can, like coasters, we do two at a time just for efficiency's sake. So how do you come to this this product or like how how do you get into doing what you're doing now? Well, my wife, that's a great question. My wife had started Dundry Hill back in 2011. <clears throat> I was working for a large bank um, and she'd started it. It was an itsy business making diaper bags. And I'd, I'd helped her because I'd always been into design. Uh, you know, it's funny because I came from a family that was not creative. Um, my dad owns his own business. Um, but really, art, things like that, weren't a big focus of my family. But I'd always dabbled in that. I always felt drawn to it, but it wasn't something that I naturally you know, was inclined to do. So I, I was always taking art classes. In the Twin Cities, I took some art classes. Um, doing design in college, I worked at this student newspaper. So I was always into, into design. And so when I had the opportunity to help my wife, you know, I jumped at it and did all sorts of you know, designs for her. And so, <clears throat> so we... Um, with the felt, and I was always looking at different materials, leathers. I love swatch books of any kind. And um, came across the felt. And so we were thinking, well, this is beautiful stuff. You know, what, what do we do with this? And um, Allison then came to me with this little bird. She'd kind of fashioned the body of a bird and wings. And it looked pretty mangy, but it looked beautiful. So we kind of cobbled together a mobile and hung it up, and we were pretty amazed by it. Nice. That's so excellent. Was that mobile your first product? Well, she was making diaper bags before. Okay. And I should have also added, she was doing it part-time, you know, with staying at home with our kids. So it was kind of a, kind of a part-time gig, but it was a great way to get into starting our own business. And so I, I jumped in, you know, as business increased, increased, um, finally I decided to make the leap and leave the bank and go for it. Awesome. It seems like that mobile is a pretty popular product. Is that, is that? I, I would say it's really our our trademark product, you know, it's our, yeah. it's what we're known for. Absolutely. And the coasters are, the coasters and home goods are really complementary to that, but our mobiles really is, is the, the focus of our company and kind of where I'd like to be headed in yeah. the future. Okay. Which that makes sense. sense. It kind of goes with the, the diaper bag, you know, it kind of goes with the very youthful uh, theme that, that I kind of get from your, your goods. Well, it, it, it's unique. It's unique in the marketplace. I think it's what sets us apart. Um, you know, we really design our mobiles to be viewed from a baby's perspective. Um, so many out there are viewed with the parents in mind, which I don't blame people because right. parents are the ones with the, the money. Sure. But, yeah. um, but we really focus on what can be seen from underneath, which I guess to us is important. Absolutely. Yeah, we don't have kids, but my wife has already decided that at some point, if we do have kids, we're going to have one of those mobile. So uh, count that as a success, I suppose. Yeah. Look me up. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll be able to find one. So what is your favorite product that you guys make? Well, I, I, I like the mobiles because I think it's, it's unique to us. I feel like that's where most of my design talent comes in. Um, so I, I would say our mobiles. We, you know, we, currently we, do bur we create birds, balloons, airplanes. We have some big, big things on the horizon. We have an elephant mobile coming up. Nice. Yep. Very cool. And uh, possibly outer space. Ooh, like the planets? It could involve spaceships, stars, All right. extraterrestrial things. Where's, you've got some, you mentioned some mobile ideas. What's the long-term vision? What do you guys want to do like in five years? Well, that's a great question because I do, I do always think, you know, where, where are we going to be? What's, what's the plan here? Um, I guess my, my goal is to introduce more designs. 
we're at the stage now where we currently have a home, uh, home studio. And, uh, and my wife and I are the only, you know, it's our full-time gig. We do it together. But I, I could see probably employees at some point and, and, you know, growing the business and introducing our mobiles to a wider audience. Yeah. Any plans to add other products, other home accessory type products? Yeah, we're always looking out for items where there's, we feel that we can differentiate ourselves from what's on the market. Um, so yeah, so yeah uh, nothing, nothing specific in mind, but yeah, we're always open to, to new ideas. D do you have any by chance? Uh, not necessarily. I was just curious <laughs> if you, uh, I really like, I mean, obviously we don't have kids, so I don't have a need for a mobile, but I really love your stuff. And it's like, well, I got coasters and I can get a felt pad for my iPad, but. Um, ah, that's I, good. That's good. I, 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 I did make a pad for my laptop, which I love. And that, that's the beauty of the felt we use. It's so beautiful. I mean, I literally, you know, when I started this business, I thought my pro problem was going to be product ideas. I found that's the least of my worries. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, there are a million Not things I could do with it. But, you know. Do you have a favorite color? I mean, they're, they're, well, I'll tell our listeners, check out uh, Dundry Hill's website. We'll link to it um, in our show notes. But the colors are vibrant and beautiful, and I think they're really one of the things that differentiates or, or sort of uh, uh, makes Dundry Hill products even better than just a felt coaster. Do you have a favorite color in your line? I've always been drawn to teal slash turquoise, maybe combined with magenta. I don't, that's been maybe a little weakness of mine. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, blues, teals, hot pink, uh, for our mobiles, I really like, we make a mobile with a, a really dark cloud, like a charcoal gray cloud, surrounded by white birds. And it, it always makes me, reminds me of like after a really heavy thunderstorm passes through and the clouds are dark in the sky and then birds for some reason seem to be flying at that moment. And I've always found that to be inspirational. So for our mobiles, that's, that, I would say that's my favorite. What's your favorite tool? What's one tool that's like relevant to what you do that you like to work with? You know, I know this probably sounds technical, but I love dyes. They're amazing because I, you know, you'd, you'd, I use Adobe Illustrator, create all my designs. Some of them are quite intricate. I mean, we work with the dye manufacturer, and these dyes come back. It's basically like a continuous blade that's woven through this this really dense plywood, and they're really they're really beautiful. And I just like the fact that I can take something virtual on my computer screen and have it come back to me as a tool, really, mm -hmm. that I can use to create, you know, what I had only up until then envisioned. Absolutely. That's got to be really rewarding to see something come from screen to reality and be a part of that process. I love it. I love it. It's like my designs keep keep working for me and keep producing and um, you know keep going out in the world and doing their thing. So does your wife do design as well? Uh, no, she's the one that Allison. What she, she? It's funny. We have found a really nice balance. You know, being a married couple, Allison makes sure I don't spend too much. <laughs> That's our number one goal, so we so we can stay in business. Um, Allison normally comes up with the ideas, and I'm the one who refines it and refines it and designs it. And I also work through the the production, making sure we're doing things you know as productively as we can, and making a product that'll sell. What is it like running your business out of your home and trying to find? sort of that work-life balance that we hear so much about. Is there such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced that there is. I'm well, curious if you've found I have it. trouble with this, and that's why, you know, overhead's low at your home because you're not renting a space. But 
you know, I have a hard time walking past a sink full of dirty dishes. I have a hard time looking out the window and seeing my long lawn and not going to mow it. So, you know, it has, it has been, we get what we need to get done, but I, I sometimes think, you know, if I went to a place a little further from home, maybe I would devote more time to, to things I should be focusing on. So, it, we, you know, it works for us and overhead's low, but it, it, it does get distracting. So you mentioned you have some kids. Do you guys ever enlist the help of the kids to work on? We do, sometimes. They're quite good at bird assembly, airplane assembly. It's funny, when they, when they first started working, helping us, you know, I was paying 10, 10 cents a bird. And quickly I found that was way too much because they were making more money than I was. So we had to cut it back to five cents a bird. <laughs> and they're still making, making yeah, They work from, from time to time. I mean, really, we want them to focus on school, and that's, that's mostly what they do. Sure. So not a lot, but in the future, I can see we have a 14-year-old, and I can see her helping us more as time goes on. That's awesome. That's really cool. Do you have Dundry Hill products all over your home? Like, are you using the coasters and hanging the mobiles? And Yeah, I mean, I could not sell a product without, in good faith, knowing it's a great product. I mean, our coasters, I've thrown them, you know, in the wash machine, thrown them in the dryer, dump boiling water on them. And I mean, we really use our products. We have every, every one of our kids has a mobile in their room. I mean, I'll sit, I'll sit there. I like to, to make something. I'll hang it up and look at it for two weeks, which drives my wife crazy because it's in the living room. But I just, I feel like I really have to look at, look at things and contemplate it before we really go full steam and um, into production. So yeah, our house is filled with Dundry Hill goods. In that case, what are the unique prototypes that are sitting all around your house that we haven't seen well, yet? Well, <laughs> our, our, our elephant mobiles, we've, we've had that for, ah. for a couple of years, hung up, and it's beautiful. Nice. Uh, but yeah, we haven't um, brought it out. I made, um, for my laptop, a, a platform for that. Placemats, we've tried. So we've, we've done that. So how come we don't see those in the offering? Because I didn't believe in it for that use. You know, I mean, maybe the part of the fact is we had children who really, sure. especially my nine-year-old, who really spills a lot on placemats. I, I just didn't think that the felt with the texture really worked well being constantly spilled with, on with spaghetti. Sure. That makes sense. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like, you know, I could get pure white felt, but I know, I know over time it'll get dirty and, and, and our customers won't be happy with it. So we don't carry white coasters. What, if, what are some other products that you've tried that haven't quite worked? That's a great question. I mean, currently we make some really beautiful wood, wood products. Um, we made a, a holder for our coaster where we, we actually we used a CNC machine and we milled it out of solid, a solid block of wood. And they're beautiful, but they're a ton of work. I mean, we, and the one thing too, we'd mill through it and get going and I'd be sanding it and I'd find a knot that I didn't see like at the oh, top man. of it. So, you know, these, these wood products have been wonderful and they're beautiful and people like them, but they're a ton of work. Mm -hmm. So we're still weighing up how to proceed on that front. Do you guys have like a wooden tray that, a, did I see like a wooden sort of rectangular tray with a felt bottom at your booth? Yeah, we use that in our, in our booth. Yeah, that was our kind of a prototype. That's the beauty of technology and CNC technology is we yeah. can make, make whatever we want. You know, so make, you, one, make one of them, try it out, have people see what they think and uh, go from there. So then do most of the ideas sort of start with your wife? As much as I hate to admit it, I think the answer to that would be yes. No, I mean, I, I refine things, but my wife conceives, conceives of our products. I'll 
I'll concede that, Zach. <laughs> no, we, uh, we compliment each other. Are there a couple makers in the Midwest doing good work that you'd like to highlight? You know, there's so many people making beautiful things. Uh, I, I would say, you know, be, being not as familiar with Omaha because we've just recently moved to the, you know, the area, really. Um, I have, did come across Artemis Tees and Andrea, and her product's beautiful. I mean, it kind of reminds me of our felt, actually, where the, the, the tea itself is beautiful. You know, and it has an inherent quality just in and of itself. Uh, but her product packaging is gorgeous. The tea is amazing. Yeah. Uh, she's got it together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then also in Minneapolis, I would say uh, a company called Fringe and Fettel. They're a pottery company. They make all, all sorts of things, but their glazes are, are kind of soft pastel tones. Her shapes are soft. She has nice texture to, to her work. So I, I would say you know, she makes amazing products as well. And we'll link to those in the show notes. So one of the other questions we like to ask is, what, what do you listen to while you're working? Guys, I have to admit it. I listen to your podcast. <laughs> Thanks. <Right. laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I do, I do enjoy podcasts. Definitely, definitely. I have to, I have to be listening to something. So yeah, so often podcasts, music. So when you say you listen to music, what music is driving a typical workday? I was afraid you'd ask that question. <laughs> well, it, it's a, it's, it's loads of things. We uh, recently bought a um, Apple HomePod. Are you familiar with, yeah. with yes. that? Amazing. And we go yeah. from Johnny Cash to. Don't judge me. Fine young cannibals. I mean, anything. It's just amazing I'm able to pull up and introduce my kids to all the, uh, the music I grew up with. So do you have any shows coming up you want to highlight? Yeah, we were uh, doing... Uh, well, there's a big one in the Twin Cities called the Adina Art Fair. It's a big outdoor fair, which we've, we've not done any of these really big national summer art shows, but it's a, it's a four-day event. My wife and I are going up together, uh, leaving the kids behind with my mom. Wow. Fingers crossed. <laughs> You're not just going to put out enough food and water for them. <laughs> yeah, food and water and iPads, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all no. The three food groups. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, let him breathe fresh air, please. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, we're doing that, and we're also doing um, Hutch Fest coming up. Awesome. So that's another show. You're right and, down the uh, block here. I think, you know, we, we do a lot of, lot of shows in the, in the holiday season. Summertime, we haven't done so much, but we're, we're trying to do more. I think it's really great to get out and you know, meet, meet, meet our customers, meet other, other artists, talk, talk shop. Um, I, just find, I just find, you know, really whether or not, regardless of how much we sell, you know, product-wise, it's beneficial in so many ways. Yeah. It's just a chance to gain perspective and look around. Absolutely. If you're in the Omaha area, make sure you come out to Hutch Fest in August in North Downtown and meet Todd and see some of the great products that Dundry Hill is making. So um, you can find us on our website, uh, dundryhill.com, and that's D-U-N-D-R-Y-H-I-L-L. Other than that, we're active on mostly Instagram, at Dundry Hill, and then Facebook as well. Awesome. That's a great Instagram feed to follow. It's a, yeah, beautiful stuff. Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining us and agreeing to uh, this podcast after a very long, hot day at Maine. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much, and thank you so much for the water. You've been listening to Build Things Better with your hosts, Ben Peterson and Zach Reinhardt. If you liked this episode and want to hear more of our episodes, please subscribe, and you'll be notified when each new episode drops. 
To see photos of the products mentioned in today's episode, head over to benchomaha.com slash podcasts or find us on Instagram at buildthingsbetter. Our intro music was written and performed by Leslie Wells for Flyover Country. Thanks for listening.